One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk Year video. Would you be the jerk for abandoning your own sibling at their own wedding? We'll find out, but first, a story from Throwaway36928. Am I the jerk for telling my ex his lack of money is not my issue? I, 36-year-old female, have a daughter, Sadie, 12, with my ex-husband, John, 39. We got divorced five years ago, and I have primary custody while he sees her two weekends a month. Last year, he got married to Amanda, who has sole custody of her kids, 10 and 8-year-old female, from a previous marriage. Amanda is a stay-at-home mom, not for any health reasons or so on, she just doesn't want to work, while John works a 9-to-5. He makes good money to support them, but not enough to live in luxury. I have a much higher paying job. Since it's just me and Sadie, I make sure she has the best possible life. She goes to a private school, I set her up a college fund, and she has much better things than most kids. Phone, clothes, etc. I still manage to raise her to be humble and not take things for granted. And she's one of the hardest working people I know, always making sure to get good grades and keeping her room tidy. Well, the last few times she came back after a weekend at John's, I noticed that the clothes she was bringing back in her duffel are A, not her size, and B, much cheaper and poorer quality than what I usually buy for her. I asked her why that is, and she told me that while she's at her dad's, Amanda takes away her nice clothes and gives them to her kids while Sadie gets the clothes they buy from Target. I asked her if she wanted them back, but she said she didn't mind sharing since all her favorite clothes were kept here. The problem came when I went to pick her up last weekend. I had a business meeting and couldn't drive her over, so Amanda offered to just pick Sadie up from school, which hadn't happened before. When I got there on Sunday, John and Amanda asked me to sit down with them, and when Sadie came to hug me, Amanda sent her to a room quite harshly saying her punishment wasn't over yet. I was confused because Sadie very rarely misbehaves. They sat me down in the kitchen and said that it was unfair for Sadie to be going to a private school while her kids go to a public one. So they decided that Sadie would be pulled out of private school and put in the same school as the girls. They also said that I should keep up Sadie's punishment because when they told her, she blew up at them, told them it wasn't fair and yelled that Amanda and her kids weren't even her real family, that all they did was steal. I told them, in no uncertain terms, to freak off. I would not be pulling my child out of a school she likes, away from her friends, because they can't afford it. I told them they could easily make as much money as me if Amanda started working in her field, because she has the qualifications and the job market's very good. I told them their money problems are not my issue. And if Sadie's items get stolen again or they try to pull her out of school, I'll be taking this to court. They've been blowing up my phone ever since, calling me a selfish jerk. And after telling the story to a friend, he told me I was rubbing my success in their face. But I still don't feel like I did anything wrong. Still, am I the jerk? I think clearly OP's not the jerk and honestly I'm kind of appalled that while OP can clearly afford them to go to this private school. They're trying to justify pulling the kid out of that learning environment, pulling them out of that great opportunity. Because it makes them feel insecure about how much bacon they can put on the table. They're going to go and tank the kid's education? Do you guys feel, for the reasons they presented here, that these people are in no uncertain terms total jerks? 
for trying to pull this kid out of private school? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from the Calipigian Duck. Am I the jerk for saying that it's freaking weird that my ex's wife's newborn has my last name? I was married to my ex for seven years until we divorced and went our separate ways four years ago. After the divorce, she kept my surname. I didn't necessarily like it because it felt like she was still attaching herself to my family, but I could understand the practical reasons enough not to let it bother me. She recently gave birth to a baby and posted a picture of said child and revealed its name. A friend sent it to me, commenting about the surname and asking if I knocked her up. Following that, four more people directly contacted me, either congratulating me or asking for confirmation whether it's my child or not, and my mother says she's been catching whispers about it too at church. I bumped into her and her sister in town and obviously congratulated her, then asked the kid's name. She said the name, I asked about the surname, and she confirmed that the child's legal surname is obviously XYZ, mine, and asked if there was a problem. Now that pissed me off. My surname is very unique, especially in the area since my family's not originally from here. So when people hear the surname, they naturally think of my family and assume that this is my kid and it freaking isn't. Worse, the father is apparently in the picture, so I don't know what the freak is going on there. I straight up said that it was freaking weird that she's giving her newborn the surname of the man she's divorced from, who isn't in any way linked to the kid, and sounds almost obsessive. She said she gave her daughter her surname as the mother and not mine. Am I the jerk? I mean, whether or not they want to change their surname back to what it was before getting married, or if they really like the new name and they want to keep it, that's kind of their business. That said, having gone through that relationship and having been divorced for years, and then passing that name on still down to a kid that has no relation, no connection whatsoever to you, I think you have the right to say that that's freaking weird. I mean, I think we can all kind of understand it though. Name changes are probably very annoying to undergo, cost money, and while it makes sense to pass down the name you have to your kid, it's just the combination of all the details and the facts that make it really weird. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. This next story is from Divided Path 4534. Am I the jerk for leaving dinner at my husband's family's house over a comment he made about my miscarriage? My husband and I have been trying to have kids for three years. I've had a series of miscarriages and not a single pregnancy was successful. Our recent one was a month ago. And although my husband never said anything up until now, these have been such trying times for me personally. The tension and emotions are very overwhelming, and I've become too sensitive even at the mention of the topic. He took me to his family's house for dinner last night, and my miscarriage was brought up by his mom. The look of disappointment on her face made me lose my appetite completely. She went on and on about what might have caused it, then my husband chimed in and said that he's starting to come to a conclusion that maybe I'm incapable of being a mom. I was floored for two reasons. One, that he'd even say such a thing. Two, is that no doctor has told me that there was something wrong with me specifically. So for him to declare that I was incapable of bearing children and being a mom hurt like a sting. I looked at him and he was like, what? Then told me not to get offended since he was just being honest. He said he loves me and thinks I'm perfect but still thinks that I'm flawed in that area, referring to motherhood. 
I had it at that point. I just got up from my seat and took my stuff and headed to the door. I said nothing, just made my way out. He shouted at me, but I didn't stop. I went home and he came and started unloading on me about how immature and too sensitive and ridiculous I was being. He said he was giving his honest opinion about the matter, and I have no right to police the words that come out of his mouth, whether I like what I'm hearing or not because it's still the truth. We argued some, then we stopped talking altogether. He keeps saying that I exaggerated and walked during dinner and disrespected him and his family over literally nothing. I'm unsure if I handled this the right way or yet acted out of emotions. I think I can say what most of us probably think having read this story, which is OP's feelings were nothing but legitimate. I'm of the opinion that a miscarriage can be one of the toughest things you'll ever have to experience. I've had family members who have experienced it and I remember hearing firsthand from them how distraught it can make them. I think for your partner to go around and say that you're flawed in any way really is just a mind-bogglingly cold way to treat your significant other. You're really expecting to be committed to this person for the rest of your life and trying to create life with them and are also comfortable enough turning around right in front of them, looking your mom in the eye, saying essentially, yeah, you know, she might be just flawed in that area, you know, can't be a mom. Well, all of a sudden, I see a lot of flaws that's going on in this relationship and it ain't on the wife's side. Our next story is from Face Abstract 7679 Am I the jerk for going off of my husband after he made a joke during his groom speech? I'm prefacing this by saying that I, female 30, always struggled with self-esteem. I'm an introvert, anxious, socially awkward type of person, which makes it worse. I got introduced to makeup during my late 20s, and it's now become both a source of income and a source of self-confidence and esteem. My now husband always teased me about it. Mind you, he's a jokester and is a bit on the sarcastic or brutally honest side. I didn't have an issue as long as it was done privately, meaning private teasing. At our wedding, I went a bit out of the box when it came to makeup, but it looked matching and fitting obviously. My husband didn't stop commenting on it during the wedding. I was beginning to get annoyed, but when it was time for his groom speech, he looked at me and then said, and my wife here who looks like an apartment store mannequin with that makeup on her face. I was dumbfounded, guests started laughing at me loosely. I felt so much rage, I didn't know how to contain it. I waited till his parents were around, then I went off on him about what he said. He said it was a joke and I took it too personally. I argued with him about how I felt regarding his teasing in public, but he insisted I blew this out of proportion and ruined the atmosphere for the wedding as well as humiliated him in front of his parents when I scolded him like he was a kid. He sulked about it for three days, then told me I needed to apologize for this negative vibe I brought upon him and for reacting so insanely over a joke. I wonder if I really overreacted here. Am I the jerk? I personally have a long-standing belief that, jokester or not, if there's some kind of topic or a line of joking that makes you uncomfortable or you've had enough of a certain kind of joke and you tell them specifically that you don't like it, you don't want to hear it, it'll make you sad or upset, that there should be an expectation that, you know, they respect you, that they respect your wishes. You were at your wedding with them and they couldn't even do that. Our next story is from No Abalone 4276 Am I the jerk for calling the police on the neighbors for letting their dog poo on their patio? I have some neighbors, a young couple around their 20s, 
They've lived in the apartment next to mine for two years. They have a dog, a small one. I've always noticed them taking the dog on walks, but for the past two months, I just see them putting some pads on their patio and letting the dog go both ways there. I've made complaints to them multiple times. I've called them lazy and told them to give up the dog if they can't care for it properly. I told them they're going with the easy way of not taking the dog for a walk and just letting them do whatever on the patio. Their argument is that first of all, they clean up after the patio at least twice a day and that the dog does go on walks every night. The girl also said it's none of my business on why she and her boyfriend don't take the dog out on walks and they don't have to answer to me. The next morning, I called the police slash public health services on them. Authorities came and inspected and said that no laws are broken and as long as the area is getting cleaned up daily, then the couple's not breaking any laws. I told them that the couple doesn't take the dog for walks and the police said that the couple has their reasons for that and I don't have to know these reasons. Now my whole apartment building sees me as the witch who called the police on the couple for that reason. I later found out from another neighbor who confronted me that the reason they let the dog go on the patio is because the girl is pregnant and is on bed rest and her boyfriend takes the dog out late at night when he comes home from work and how I wasn't entitled to that info since they didn't break any laws in the first place and despite her bed rest, the girl still tries to do her best. Everyone in the building is now hostile against me. Am I the jerk? OP is one of those neighbors that I think you could very easily rip into for 5 plus minutes. I think OP is definitely the jerk. I think OP needs to get a new hobby other than watching their neighbors like a hawk, looking for any opportunity to call some kind of hotline. If that couple never took their dog for a walk, never ever took their dog for a walk any time at all, they still would not be breaking any laws and you couldn't call the cops on them for that. What if for all you know the dog has a health condition or they're elderly? I would say as far as taking care of dogs go, the fact that they're laying down pee pads and making sure that not only do they go on those pads, but cleaning up after them? You're calling the cops on their responsible neighbors. Our next message is from Hot Message 3714 Am I the jerk for kicking my best friend out of my house so my fiancé could move in? I'm female 24, my best friend Kate, female 24, and I have lived together since we were 20. I'm staying at a house which belongs to me after my grandma passed away and left it to me. I didn't ask Kate to pay me any rent, and she just contributes to the house expenses such as bills, etc. I've been with my fiancé, 24-year-old male, since we were 19. The first years of us being together, he'd occasionally visit my place, and I'd also go to his place. But after we got more serious, he started spending more time at my place, and he'd usually stay in my room and not bother Kate. Kate didn't have a problem at first, but later, she said I needed her permission to bring someone over. I respected her wishes, and whenever she didn't want him over, I just went to my fiancé's place. But then she'd make a scene, even the few times he'd come over. She'd also make a scene about me leaving to go stay with him, and how I'm a tourist at my own house. For the record, I never stopped paying for my share of bills and expenses. One time, the electricity and water bills were higher because my fiancé would have visited and would have used water to shower and open the AC and heat on, etc. I told Kate I'd pay more and she'd just have to pay her usual share and that she doesn't have to pay any more money at all. But she didn't like that and demanded my fiancé pays as well. I told her that's not for her to decide and that's on me and him to figure out. Back when that happened we weren't engaged yet. 
but because I knew the proposal time was near, I started trying to have convos with Kate about how she should try finding her own house or go live with her parents because I plan on using this house to live with my partner and start a family here. She didn't believe the proposal would happen soon despite this and said she'll look into it when the time comes. I tried to warn her countless times but she never took me seriously. So then my fiancé proposed. That was four months ago. Kate was shocked and had a mental breakdown about how she can't live on her own and I should just give her some time. I told her that my fiancé plans to move in in three months and she could go stay with her parents. My fiancé moved in a month ago and Kate has made no move of finding a place or going to her parents. My fiancé has started paying bills and all in the house, but Kate picks fights with him over household stuff and arrangements all the time. I confronted her and I told her that by next week all her things will be packed and she'll be out of my house and she doesn't get to make the rules here and that the house belongs to me in case she forgot. She packed a couple of clothes and left that day and for the past few days she sent her sister and mom to collect her stuff and they both claim I've been a crappy friend to Kate and how unacceptable it is that I prioritized housing my fiancé over my childhood best friend and just kicking her out like this. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here, and honestly, I think the words from the mom and the sister are just a bunch of hot air. Yeah, how dare you pick your life partner over a best friend? That's not clearly how it's supposed to go. How dare you give your childhood best friend a three-month head start to move out? That's not enough time, we need at least half a year. Our next story is from AITA account 2754. Am I the jerk for telling my cousin, like the one you and your freak buddy had? after she implied I was a gold digger? I'm 27 year old female. My number one bucket list item is to go to Venice and two is to visit the ruins of Pompeii. My partner Zach, 32 year old male, recently told me we're going to Italy early next year for my birthday gift. Now I want to add, I never asked or pressured him to take me to Italy. It's also something that I've personally been saving up for, then the pandemic hit and all that jazz. I'm truly overwhelmed and grateful for this. A few days ago, me and Zach went to a potluck. My cousin Allison, 30-year-old female, was also there, and I hadn't seen her in a while, so we were just chatting. Background note, Allison and her husband got divorced sometime last year because of infidelity on her part, but she denies it. I don't know the full story, just what I've heard from family gossip. So back to the potluck, we got talking about holiday plans, and I mentioned we were going to Italy. She said she and her girlfriends were planning a European holiday at some point and asked me about flights, hotel costs, etc. I said I didn't really know the exact costs since Zach booked everything. She looked surprised and said, oh, so it's kind of like gold digging, right? I said, no, it wasn't anything like that and it was a birthday gift. Allison nodded and said something like, it's okay, some relationships are transactional. I got pissed and said in a sarcastic tone, They sure are, like the one you and your freak buddy had. She got really mad, and that was the end of our conversation. But her sister came up to me and said I was way out of line and hurtful. Opie's not the jerk. If there was ever a if-the-shoe-fits moment, this would be one of them. You're gonna just go around uncaringly accusing people of being gold diggers? Then you have no right to be all up in your feelings when you get return fire. Our next story is from Ken Admirable 6285 Am I the jerk for telling my wife's family my stepkids are not more important than my daughter? 
I was a widower when I met my wife four years ago. She was a divorced mom of two. I had a daughter also. The three girls are 13 and 11, my stepdaughters, and 12, my daughter. My wife's ex was kind of an issue when we met, but it was easy not to expose my daughter to him, so I felt secure in moving forward. My daughter really liked my wife and was excited to maybe have siblings. My stepdaughters were fine with my daughter at first. Of course, they didn't just call their sister magically or treat her the same right away, but they were nice. That all changed within a month of my wife and I getting married two years ago. The girl's dad hates my daughter, and they, the girls, will spew that hate in our home and will use it to bully my daughter. A grown man called my 10-year-old a fat repulsive pig, a who-are, and the reason abortion was invented to list only a few. The girls have called her dumb, they've mocked her for being shy and introverted. I made it clear that it could not continue if we were to stay married, and my wife was determined she would get them to stop. I got my daughter therapy and I did as much as I could to keep them separate. But even at night, they started to taunt her. So I made the decision to move out with my daughter and I told my wife our marriage could not continue. She begged me to stay. She said she loves us and her girls need me. I said my daughter comes first. Ever since I filed for the divorce, my wife's family's been telling me how much my stepdaughters need me, how badly they need to see a healthy and good father figure in their lives and that I'll destroy them if I leave, how they're important and I need to prioritize them. I told them they're not more important than my daughter. Outrage ensued, and I was asked how I could say that. They said my wife was prioritizing my daughter, and being loved by her should be enough for her to understand her sisters need me to stay in their lives. And I'm a jerk for saying their granddaughters are not special. I told them that isn't what I said but they said I dismissed two young girls and made it sound like they weren't worth fighting for. Am I the jerk? I'll tell you one thing. I know one person who's going to know for a fact that OP is not the jerk, and that's OP's own daughter. I can't tell you how many stories I've heard where somebody moves on and meets somebody new, that person brings kids into the situation, and that parent latches on to the new kids and leaves their own kid in the dust, neglected. For you to not only look out for your kid, but to get them into therapy and do what you can to make life good for them? I don't see how you could be the jerk. This next story is from Lowice8875. Am I the jerk at screaming at husband and forcing my son to pay for his boyfriend's medical bills out of his college fund? My husband, against my wishes, decided to get our oldest, Brian, 16-year-old male, a motorcycle for his 16th birthday a few months ago so they could go riding together. It was a surprise last-minute gift that I didn't know about. They also apparently went and got his license for it behind my back. I couldn't just take it from him without looking like the bad guy since he already had it, so I laid down strict rules. He was supposed to only ever drive the speed limit and he could only drive it with his dad around, and he was supposed to have no passengers on it. Me and my husband are separated right now, and he's staying in a nearby apartment until we figure out what we're doing with our marriage. Brian stays with me a week and stays with his dad the next week. Last Friday, while Brian was at his dad's, I get a call from the hospital saying him and his boyfriend Clark, 15-year-old male, had been in a motorcycle accident. I rush down to the hospital and find Brian and he's kind of banged. A gash on his forehead, some cuts and bruises and a concussion. I ask him what happened and he wouldn't look at me until he finally got out the nerve to tell me they wrecked on his motorcycle while he was taking Clark home from baseball practice and decided to street race some other guy. 
he lost control of his bike and they flipped over. Now I was steaming and asked why the heck he was out riding his motorcycle without his dad and why he would do something so stupid, especially riding with someone else. He started crying saying he was sorry and that he just wanted to know if Clark was okay. I went to check and found Clark's parents who were pissed and told me that Clark had broken a few ribs and his leg in two of his fingers. I promised to take care of the medical bills which calmed them down some. My husband showed up and tried to explain and apologize for letting Brian ride around with his boyfriend and I just went off on him in the middle of the hospital yelling at him that this is the reason why we're separated and that he was an irresponsible parent who never took anything seriously. I went to talk to Brian still mad and told him that he'd be paying for all of Clark's medical bills out of his college fund and any money he'd been saving. Since then, I'd been getting calls from my husband and my in-laws about how I was being a witch to my husband, and that I shouldn't possibly be taking college away from Brian because of a mistake. Am I the jerk? I think Gopi is not the jerk, and unfortunately for Brian, consequences have actions and sometimes you screw up bad and you gotta learn pretty badly. Deciding to street race at 16 on a motorcycle? It's a pretty dumb idea. So having to pay for any medical bills that, let's be honest, Brian caused is pretty fair even if it does make going to college a little bit harder. He should just be grateful that he or his boyfriend aren't dead right now. Our next story is from Blasian Invasions. Am I the jerk for sharing our 40 page prenup to my husband's family after they called me a gold digger for years? For starters, my husband no longer talks to his family except the few who are always nice to me. He grew up in a family that has generational wealth and only cares about prestige. Where did you go to school? What's your job title? How much do you make? How much is your home? This is dinner conversation. They hated me from the start because I don't have their breeding, their actual words, and they were beyond rude to me. I grew up in a working class family. My dad's a tradesman and my mom's a teacher. We grew up middle class and I had a happy childhood. My husband resents his parents because they sent him off to boarding school and never paid him attention. When he met my family, they welcomed him immediately and treated him like a son. It was the attention he had never had and he would do anything for my family. At our wedding, his cousins made a scene about how poorly dressed my family was, particularly my dad, and made them feel bad because they weren't wearing brand name clothes. My husband spent part of our wedding consoling my family members about how rude his family was being. Our families had not interacted much before this, but after, he decided on his own that he would never speak to some of his family again. Here's the kicker. While my family's not rich, I am. I started my own software company and sold it for over $5 million in 2010. I took most of that and invested in technology stocks. My net worth is eight figures, whereas my husband has a trust in the seven figures. We don't flash fancy cars, an absurd home, or brand name anything. The recent drama started with his uncle. His aunt stays in contact with us, and she's one of the few who are genuinely nice, like showing up to help me after I had surgery. However, her husband is an open racist, and was heard screaming in the background, Ask your nephew why he's still with that slur gold digger. Opposites really do attract. Let's be real, I know many in his family hate me because I'm not white, but they definitely also hate me because they think I'm poor. His uncle made another comment about how I brainwashed my husband to buy our new apartment, 
Meanwhile, I purchased it and it's in my name. I've heard it all before, but something about how his uncle said it really pissed me off and I had enough. So, I sent an email to several of his family members with our prenup showing the long list of assets under my name. This shut them up good. In fact, I've noticed some of his cousins acting a lot nicer lately. This didn't sit well with my family or my husband. My husband doesn't care that they know we have a prenup, but he didn't want them to know how much I have. He's more worried that his family will try to leech off me now. Very ironic. I don't regret my actions, but my husband keeps saying I messed up. Am I the jerk? I want to say that OP's not the jerk here because it's so satisfying just to prove them wrong. All these ridiculous claims. But also, going on your own accord and sharing a 40-page prenup between you and your husband to them like that, I think is a bit much, especially without his consent or knowing. I think bottom line OP acted out in a moment of frustration and it got the better of them and they did something they really just probably shouldn't have done. But I don't think they're the jerk for it. And our final story of the day is from Ecto Prime. Am I the jerk for fooling my wife with our weight scale? My wife for the last few weeks has been working out and trying to lose weight. Knowing this is hard, but also knowing she would fall off if no results were showing, I tried to help. I told our smart skill to add 10 pounds to the scale and slowly backed it off over the next week, a pound or so a day. She was so excited to see that number go down rapidly that it seemed to motivate her more. She was eating better, more water, walking more. It was great. Then one morning I fell asleep with my phone on my chest and she could see the scale settings. She was angry and once we set it to plus zero, she could see that she only lost 5 pounds overall, not the 15 pounds or better she thought. She claimed I was nuts to mess with her and I explained that knowing her as well as I do, there had to be some real gains for her to keep it up. I kinda know the answer but wondering what complete strangers think. Thanks guys. Yeah, I think this is kind of a rhetorical question to put out there. While OP might ultimately have truly had the best of intentions, being deceitful and lying, especially with something like scales and weight, not a good idea. Especially depending on the weight that the wife is actually at, where, you know, if this was still ongoing and OP was fooling them, they had gotten them used to literally losing a pound or so a day. Well, when you reach that plus zero, they would just slam into that wall and all of a sudden probably be hyper discouraged because none of it is getting burnt off like it used to. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, you'll want to click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.